Welcome to the youngest. So today, we're not doing any research. No. <laughs> At the risk of uh, trying our fans' patience. Yeah. We've decided to go off script. Yeah. Well, we still have a script. Yeah, sort of. It's Some mostly posts. an empty page. <laughs> talking about pages, talking about segways, Segway man is back. Segway. Um, is, uh, we're talking about books. Our favorite secular books. You. So, what's your favorite secular books? Oh my gosh, I have so many, but oh my gosh, one I just keep coming back to, and I've read it like every stage of my life, hmm. uh, is Dracula. Yeah, it's a good book. I read it when I was young, like probably hmm. like probably too young, <laughs> maybe twelve. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and then I read it again. That's a hefty book. Like sixteen, eighteen. And then I probably read it when I was, like, in my 20s. And then now, again, in my 30s, I read it just nice. a couple weeks ago. I actually listened. I actually didn't read it. I listened <clears throat> to the audiobook version, which was phenomenal. Nice. Um, it was two different voice actors, and they played the male and female roles. Oh, cool. So cool. That's good. I always like it when they have that. And I don't know. Some people, Dracula, I feel like some people get bored by it mm. because of just the, some of the more. It's it's all. It's kind of um, what's that word? It's more of like a thriller, right? Uh, it's it is. Like an action novel. It's definitely more of a thriller, and it's um, in written letter format. Oh yeah, so it's based I on that. diaries and letters. Yeah. So it is pretty neat because you learn about everything after the fact. Yeah. It's like they're reflecting on it, which I think really makes it sometimes even more horrifying. Mm -hmm. Because it feels real. Yeah. 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 You don't have that. It's like secondhand, you know, stuff. You don't have that. Yeah. So why why do you like it? Why do I like the book? Um, As a Catholic, why do you like it? Wow, so many. The characters are so real. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Catholic, I love it because Dracula is bad. He's evil. <laughs> He's yeah. evil. He is really not a good, not a good person. Um, and there is some question. They, you know, Bram Stoker sort of makes it leaves it up to you as the reader to decide whether or not Dracula was evil before he became a vampire mm-hmm. or whether being coming a vampire could be like sort of made lost his soul made him evil yeah um or he chose to give up his soul mm. but um he did like as a historical figure Vlad the Impaler, which is Dracula before he became really mm. essentially Dracula. Um, his historical figure, he was pretty uh, brutal. Yeah. Um, but he also 
did a lot of good things Hence too. The impaling. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so it's sort of like it's kind of cool cuz it leaves it up to you as a reader, you know, to yeah. decide. Um because they don't the, the thing I love about Dracula is it doesn't tell everything. That's what I love. I think I found I love about books is when they don't tell you every single detail mm-hmm. and they leave the rest of it up to your imagination. And that's just, I feel like, part of good writing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think Bram Stoker is... I don't know if he ever necessarily wrote anything else. I haven't checked. Yeah, from what I know, at least that's his most Dracula's famous work. Thing. But anyway, yeah. why do I like it as a Catholic? Because Dracula is pretty bad. He's evil. And um, the focus of good mm-hmm. overcoming evil yeah. is huge throughout the book. There's all these themes... And yes, they're not perfect people, right? They, mm-hmm. they make mistakes and they have, um, you know, they, they make mistakes. Yeah. However, they are, I would say, good people, Yeah. right? Like they're, all of their decisions are selfless. Yeah. Um, and they're always doing things to help other people. There's also a huge theme of like sacrifice throughout yeah. the book. That is true. They're yeah. always doing things because they love somebody else, or and it's not like a lustful love. It's yeah. like a, it's in. And, I care for you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna sacrifice. I'm gonna do something that uh, maybe is uncomfortable for me, mm. but it's gonna be good for you. Yeah. Like it's gonna make things better for you. Yeah. So there's um, a, yeah. I I think there's definitely a lot of lessons in that book that we can learn for sure. from. Yeah, and the, I love the powerful uh, character, like the power of good mm-hmm. that resonates throughout the in book. In like the face of like overwhelming evil too, yeah. and that seemingly can't be destroyed. No, yeah. there is some awful things that happen to these characters. You, it just doesn't stop. Yeah, like it's like terrible after terrible after terrible after. Mm-hmm. You're like reading this book, and you're like, how can these people still keep wanting yeah. to? Instead of despairing, they have that hope, right? Exactly. And that hope drives them on, even in, like, I think, I can't remember. I've read it a long time ago, but I remember I thought they, like, killed him, like, twice. Yeah, yeah, a few times, I think. And they they thought they killed him, uh, like, he just comes coming back, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's really awesome. And it's not just about, like, I feel like vampires today are, like, super mm. sensationalized and made into like lustful yeah kind of sex symbols you know yeah and that's just kind of <laughs> the 50 shades of it's junk. kind of like yeah. perverting you know it's like i think of the awful show lucifer and how it glamorizes oh, yeah. evil yeah. and the devil yeah. and we shouldn't i'm sorry but the devil's evil never should glorify we evil. shouldn't be glorifying yeah. evil. evil we can portray is evil. evil right and, and sometimes evil wins Yes. But, and this is the cool thing about, like, Dracula, is, like, Dracula wins and he kills some people, right? Yes. And sometimes he gets what he wants, but in the end, he doesn't. Yes. And that's how it's going to be. He wins some battles, but he doesn't win the war. Yep. Yeah. And so I think it's a really good um, portrayal of, and and actually, uh, Van Helsing, Dr. Van Helsing, mm-hmm. is Catholic. Oh, really? In the book, Okay, yeah. so I, d- I didn't remember that. He uses crosses awesome. and holy water and prayer, mm-hmm. um, and it's very faithful and 
focuses on God in El- there's yeah. God comes up a lot yeah. in the book. Van Helsing um, is such a cool character. He is like the bomb like <laughs> yeah. for me. It was like when he so it took a long time so for him cool. to come in. Yeah, I it remember. Does take a while. It's like a, a half the book or I, something. I would say like yeah, you're in for at least a third of the book yeah. before he comes. And in. then like as soon as he comes in, I was like, yes, <laughs> now so they're cool. okay. <laughs> he is so cool. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't. Yeah, he knows so much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great, great book. Yeah. Can't say enough good things about it. If you haven't read it, highly recommend. Recommend it. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> A, a small clip. I actually read the sequel to it. What? Written a lot, lot later by like Bram Stoker's. Wait, what is it called? It's like Dracula something. It's been a while. Oh, um, I didn't know that was. I'll have to check. But it, it was actually written by Bram Stoker's grandson or something, or and then with, in collaboration with someone else. And I think that Bram Stoker had some notes left over. Hmm. So part of it is technically kind of written by Bram Stoker because they took his notes and kind of adopted them. Hmm. Although I I didn't really like it. And the reason is they... Huh? Would you recommend it? No. Um, No, I wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) And and the reason for it is because, like, if you love Van Helsing, love Arthur. Yeah. Arthur was one of my favorite characters. So good. And they just, like, ruin the characters. Ah. They, like, take them and they now, like, in the book, the main book, they, they never despair. They're always hopeful. They care for each other. They tear all that apart. And I feel like this is part of, like, the, like, you know, Bram Stoker was written, or Dracula was written a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, this was written in the 20th modern century. Thing. And, like, this new modern values that we mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. can barely be called mo- values, I feel. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, like, they're sleeping around with each other, and, like, Arthur's, like, depressed man, Van Helsing's, like, forsaken his faith, and it's just, uh, like, yeah, it's just a really bad book. I think at the risk of, like, making characters seem flawed, we give them absolutely no character at all. Right. (laughs) There's a difference between, like, being flawed and weak, Yeah. and, you know, being human, and... And I think, too, in one conversation, I don't know if it was with you or maybe somebody else I was talking about, mm. values mm-hmm. and how today we don't focus on values. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can have your values, I'll have my values, right? But we don't have one, like, a unified sort of uh, societal values anymore. Mm. And people when don't kinda used to, know yeah. that word. Anything else about Dracula? Um... <laughs> recommend it such a good book yeah uh, i recommend it too. and you know what yeah. it's dark and gritty mm-hmm. and dirty but that's the thing is like we love that so nowadays good. right we love no, dark and gritty but people don't love dracula yeah yeah I, it's, it's because of those things book. we mentioned right yeah i think it's it's and it's a it's a very different style of writing like yeah. it's english it's like you know if you don't like when people use it's a little bit hard to get into the language the words like fortitude and mm. resiliency and big words yeah yeah okay 
in a daily, like, everyday mm. speak than... I love this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I know. But... Like, I loved... Um, it's hard. <laughs> I read Dracula when I was in high school, but in middle school, I read The Picture of Dorian Gray, <gasps> which is That's one of my favorite books. That's a wonderful books. book, too. And in that book, I, I will give some um, leeway for yeah. people not liking this book, because one part of this book, I think is like two chapters, which is like a good part of the book. He just talks about his art collection. And that's yeah, not... Yeah, that's kind of a snore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, honestly, you probably skip that whole chapter and be fine. Yeah. Um, but what I love about Picture of Dorian Gray is just how... And it's a really depressing book because no one really comes out of there... No. Un... <laughs> you know, unaffected. No. But for those of you who have never heard of D- Picture of Dorian Gray, I'm sure most people have heard of Dracula. The Picture of Dorian Gray is like this young man who's like absolutely beautiful has a friend who's like a painter and this painter paints him and he's like being praised and he gets everything he wants because he's so so beautiful and um he wishes he makes a wish kind of or a deal kind of like with the devil but like not he doesn't like see the devil or anything it's a demon yeah yeah where he's like i wish this painting would grow old and i would stay young forever and in the book kind of happens it starts that he doesn't age a day under like 50 years and all his friends do and they are sort of like starting to question this guy like how's he stayed beautiful this whole time and it kind of almost becomes like an idol for some of them and um he you like the painting though will become like grotesque and ugly and it will start to reflect his soul and how his mm. soul has become his body remains untouched but his soul is disgusting and ugly and old mm-hmm. and that's to me just like it goes back into like those values right and like having poor values having that prize prizing like physical appearance right and and uh publicity and mm-hmm. public acknowledgement right and like praise and that power manipulation yeah. all this stuff is not good for us right we're not no. meant to be that way and it us... yeah it makes us bad like when we focus on ourselves yeah and um one of my favorite scenes in the book um is at the end little spoilers it's okay <laughs> um <laughs> The painter who painted it realizes what's happening and Dorian Gray shows him the painting that he painted and how disgusting it is. And the guy is like, he falls on his knees and starts praying. And he says, hey, let's repent. Let's like ask God to forgive us because of the evil things we've done and how I've like basically worshipped you and you're a terrible human being now because I see it in the painting. Um, And, you know, Dorian Gray kills him. Um, but it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> that is, you're right. There is no a happy ending. No, no there's book. not, there's not a happy ending in that That's one. That's one thing I like about Dracula. Is that, that is a good thing about There Dracula. is a happy ending abs- after yeah. all. Like, Quincy dies, which is sad, but, mm. you know, yeah, there is a happy end. <laughs> Happily, the rest of them ha- live happily ever after. Yeah. In the picture of Dorian Gray, I don't think anyone lives happily ever after. No. But, I mean, that just goes to show you that 
you're not gonna always get away with evil, right? No. Yeah. And that the sooner you sort of change your habits and kind of repent, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you want to talk about uh, Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah. That's a book we both read. Yeah. yeah. Recently. We recently read yeah, I've read it. Um, recently. I haven't read Two Towers or Return no, of the King. No, not yeah, so again, well, you haven't read them at all. Like, yeah. And I've read them, but it was a while ago. But we I've both, read The Hobbit. Yeah, we both re- recently reread The Fellowship. Mm. And that book was incredible. Yeah, so good. I think um, J.R.L. Tolkien, I almost spaced on the name. I almost <laughs> said J.K. Rowling. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> committing a literary sin. Yeah, she's um, a good author, too, though. Yeah, she is. Um but uh, J.R.L. Tolkien is just a genius. Yeah, he is. I think he is. Yes. And he, he was Catholic, too. A yeah. very devout Catholic, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I love about Lord of the Rings, oh, there's so much. But, like, have kind of like how we talk about Dracula, like, the fight of, you know, a small a group of good people who want to face evil mm-hmm. and of overwhelming evil. And I think this is something I really picked up on and I really, really loved was the the power of temptation. Mm, yeah. And how having friends and community and people who actually care about you can make the te- temptation, like, not go away. But, right. you know, become a lot easier, right? Right. And, like, this is just, like... Um, I mean, I know I've read, I've watched the movies, like Samwise Gamgee, Mm -hmm. and how, like, his presence is really what keeps Frodo Frodo from falling, right? And that's, like, such a powerful thing, you know? And and it's true in the case of, like, Boromir, too, Mm -hmm. you know, when he's tempted to take the ring. I like it in the book. I like him in the book better. Me too. Because he's just basically, uh... A man mm-hmm. that is tempted by power, and but he has good intent behind yeah. it. It's not like the movie where he's they don't really show his himself, right? Yeah. Um, in the book, he's tempted because he wants to use the power to help his family in the yeah. city, which you know I think that's, that's good intentions, good right? Intentions, right? Yeah. Like, um, but he doesn't, you know, understand that you can't use evil to get good things you know and and get good things out of it yes god can make good things happen out of evil but we aren't god and you know you can't fight fire with fire yeah that's a good song um but uh boromir like they make it's like so he's um he's tempted to take the ring but then he repents mm. almost heartily yeah. and self-sacrifice yeah, afterwards. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bormir's a cool character. Um, I heard somewhere that Gerald Token, I don't know if this is actually what he um, meant to do or something, but that um, Frodo, Gandalf and Aragorn represent, all three of them represent Christ. Hmm. And Gandalf represents prophet. Hmm. Um, Frodo, I think, represents servant. Hmm. I'm a little unsure about that one. And then Aragorn represents as king. 
And I, I just really like that. And so it the made different a lot of sense. aspects of Christ. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was a cool way to think about it. And... Well, I definitely think the book, like the movies are wonderful and yeah. gorgeous, like in and of themselves. Did a really good job. Um, absolutely. But they don't have as much Catholic themes in definitely. them. I think, like, yeah. well, blatant Catholic themes. Hmm. Like the book you're reading and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, as a Catholic, it's <laughs> like an homage yeah that's great you you do you can pick up so much um it's kind of like c.s lewis you know mm-hmm. the, the vine which in the world are books or any books that he writes as far as christian themes go the space trilogy so awesome so blatantly christian you know mm-hmm. versus the movies which mm-hmm. you know the old movies with the line the oh, animatronic yeah. line the, the... and everything Old um, movies are great. The Puppet Lion, um, the old British ones, those are those definitely have a lot more of the Christian themes in them. Definitely. But the new movies, eh, not so much. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, what can we learn from books? I think good against especially evil. Old books. Good as right? always. Yeah, especially <laughs> old books. You know, good against evil. You know, no matter how evil how big evil how overwhelming evil can be good will always come out in the end um values i think are incredibly important um you know temptation i think these are just things i just wanted to sum up yeah no i think it's great too because it's like when you when you read a book maybe that can especially when that sort of speaks to you at mm-hmm. your time in your life. Because I think the wonderful thing about books, it's like they hit you at different points in your life. Definitely. You know? And yeah, sometimes you can, you can pick up a book and you're like, wow, this is exactly what I need right now. Mm-hmm. And in, But you know what? It may never speak to you the same way again. Yeah. You know? Or there can be a book that's sort of timeless, like Dracula for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, it hits me at every I point agree, in yeah. my life, you know? Um or Lord of the Rings for some people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you were talking about how C.S. Lewis was certain yeah. parts of his books. Yeah. Have always hit you at certain points of your life. But I think, you know, God... Actually, there's a great quote right up on my wall. Oh, hey. From Jay Sheen. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, he says, books are the most wonderful friends in the world. When you meet them and pick them up, they're always ready to give you a few ideas. Nice. Yeah. Which I think is, yeah great because yeah. it's true like if you're open they to... inspire us right and this is like um i think i was talking to someone and i, I would think and i just realized this i think we'd be amiss to talk about the best book <laughs> right. the holy bible right yeah, that's true um not just a book All but right. Right. um yeah and i was talking to someone about this book, the Bible, and, um, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I said this book. I was talking about someone about the Bible, and they were saying, like, oh, that should belong in the fiction section, and I was like, you know what, even if it was fiction, some of it is fiction. Sure, yeah. You know, the book of yeah. Job is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Esther. Esther, like, all these are fiction books, mm-hmm. but my thought was, I didn't think of this at the time, I was like, so does that mean books have no value then, like? Right. You still read a fiction book. You can still be inspired by it. You can still learn lessons from it. Right. 
so it still has right you know right, right. yeah and um, uh, obviously like you know the thing i was thinking about when i was reading the bible um a little while ago was um even if it is fiction it's still an insight into the history mm-hmm. you know these people's lives are reading about yeah how cool yeah like and it's like the best kind of fiction it's like personalized fiction yeah you know it's like it's true i i think anyone who like criticizes like the bible's boring or something i think they just haven't read enough of it because there's intrigue there's like politics there's power there's wars there's action you know what what always stopped me (laughs) what always like totally gets me is like why doesn't hollywood take the bible Mm. and make how bloody that book is oh, yeah. like, it's everything like that so much blood in that book it's so crazy. much blood it's, like yeah, god speaking from the sky and the thunder well yeah. it's because i'm reading like numbers right now yeah oh yeah like, yeah uh leviticus and oh my gosh there's i like... just read um and this applies for today i just finished reading mm. the book of lamentations oh i actually think it's really good during like this pandemic it's like five chapters super quick read after he did and it's all about like how kind of like terrible life has gone <laughs> and like how much we've sinned and just asking god like when will you deliver us right it's a good advent book too. yeah though. yeah and like it's a little depressing because it ends on will you ever come but that question is, like, what we're hoping Come for, right? Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah, you know, like, we're up anticipation, waiting for that, so, yeah. That's cool. That's great, yeah, I feel like. That's a... I like how our conversation went to the Holy Bible, <laughs> Yeah. even though we weren't planning on it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that all good writing has themes of the bible yeah you know that's that's a good i i mean if you think wasn't about it this. you that said like you know fiction or maybe it wasn't you that said it but you <laughs> said that you've heard somebody oh, say yeah. it like uh all good fiction reflects life mm. you know there's yeah i think so yeah yeah and so obviously we know as catholics the bible's not fiction mm. um but it is I like that way of yeah. looking at it, you know, that kind of argument. Mm. Yeah. No, I I wish I had thought of it when I was... At the time. At the time, but, <laughs> you know, live and learn, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, now you know next time. Right. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. Well, cool. I think this was a fun conversation. This is a great one. I and like I, hope, uh, I hope other people enjoyed our yeah. conversation and maybe... You know, tell us, you know, some of the comments, like, give us some, maybe some books that, uh, I'm always looking for book recommendations. Yeah. And... Uh, I love books. <laughs> books are great. <laughs> Alrighty. God bless. Thank God you bless. for listening. All right. Bye.